0: Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters,
1: and everything else in between.
0: Namaste. What did she talk about today? Do you think? I don't know. You tell me what was on your mind on you your know, plate.
1: What was on my plate? Very good. Very good thing because you know what I'm. I'm dreaming of. What I'm imagining. What I'm not manifesting is. Um, Something to do with food. You know, I really feel like. Do you ever have that feeling when you really feel like eating something, but you know you can't have it?
0: Why can't you have it? Because.
1: Because you have milk, basically. Such hmm. to. I mean, you do get versions of it, but what I'm thinking of is eating some soft, Goloti kebab. Now, you know, Gloti kebabs are very particular to Lucknow. Uh, the legend goes that this was, you know, Amadi. Madhik cuisine, and um, I think it's a well documented story. That what do you know about galoti kebabs? They're very galoti means melt in the mouth. Yeah, I don't know much about galoti kebabs
0: only because I've never had galoti kebabs. You
1: must have had it. I I mean, the legend is that um, that Nawab, that great Nawab, Wajid Alisha, yeah, who did so much for food, Wajid Alisha, he was growing old, he was saying he was toothless, so his workers his um, pantry and all decided to make a kebab as soft as possible that you didn't have to bite into you know that's why Galoti means melting in the mouth because it just is to melt in the mouth and this is a very lucknowi thing hmm. i know you get it all over the world now but you can't beat stuff from there yeah i mean lucknow not just lucknow in near lucknow there's also those um i forgot the name of the place now. Is it called uh, Kakori, hmm. where Kakori kebab comes from, just on the outskirts? Yeah. And Kakori kebabs uh, are like shish kebabs huh. on the skewers, on oh, the long kebabs. But um, is, like shish kebab has a bit of chili and coriander. Yeah. This has caramelized onions, hmm. and that's also fantastic kebab. And these kebabs, you have to be there to really enjoy them. I know you get versions everywhere, but hmm. the real deal is the real deal.
0: Yeah, that's true because you also get the aroma, if I may say, of history when you eat these dishes which were invented in a certain region. And I used to
1: live very close to Lucknow in my youth. Hmm. I spent many a day going to... What, eat katkodi kebabs and galote <laughs> kebabs? Bada imam, Chota imam. Bada. Bada imam.
0: Bada means bada only, Bada it? imam bada and Chota imam bada. Yeah. I think imam and imam bada are two completely different things. Uh, one is a person, one is a place. But uh, clearly, you are too busy eating your kebabs to actually concentrate on the architecture and the um, and the history of Lucknow. But uh, yeah, North Indian cuisine, Avadi cuisine is a very big part of food that comes from North India. And especially when you talk about the food of the, the Nawabs, you know, the absolutely decadent, rich and very, very particular type of food, cooked a certain way, served a certain way, then hard to bypass, hard to surpass, rather not bypass, surpass so, so what Lucknow has the, to offer. there
1: was the galoti kebab, there was the… Um, Sheik kebab. Is, no, the… Kakori. Kakori kebab. Yeah. There's also, when I think of… Shami kebab. The, when I think of Lucknow, yeah. Shami kebab, it's yeah. But when you think of that region, mm. I also think of that Tundeke kebab. Mm. You know the How kebab? is that
0: different? Is it because it's from a certain shop or a certain neighborhood?
1: I think it's what is the it a variety again? We don't know. I think it's the texture. It's also a very soft kebab. Yeah. Now, if you want, now if you want to eat a traditional chewy kebab, hmm. then you should go for a shami or shek kebab, obviously. Hmm. But these kebabs are very soft
0: i think the basic ingredients are pretty much the same the spice variety variety comes in where you defer the spicing or as you're saying some of them will have caramelized onions some will have chilies more or less i remember this was about 10 15 years ago when i attempted to make kebabs from scratch for the first time in this country and what surprised me rather blew my mind was the fact that the traditional recipe for a kebab now i don't know ask me the variety but the traditional recipe for a kebab that you can easily make at home demands that along with the mincemeat, meat you also add a bit of chane kadal i think it adds when you that actually just, have the kebab you won't be able to taste it at that, all but it is, adds is, to so the texture
1: no that's so it doesn't fall apart
0: no it's not just a binding agent no i know what you're trying to say but binding agent bahut Many people end up using egg, you know, but um, Chana Dal was integral to this kebab because they say that it's just the way it brings the elements together and Also lends a certain taste which you can't tell separately ki is Chana hai.
1: You know, I, I, I should have written a book on kebabs because I think it's on that same area though I could be totally mistaken. I'm sure somebody will write it. Um, just go to our Twitter or Instagram and complain yeah. but um, another one I really love is um, the Reshmi kebab especially the murg Reshmi kebab Now means chicken so it's a chicken kebab hmm. and it's like, whitish in colour it's got all the ingredients you expect it's got yoghurt it's got cream it's got cashew nuts hmm. you know the Reshmi kebab no oh, whitish in colour are you yeah. saying Huh? Uh, well it's much lighter yeah
0: but these are just fancy lovely words for describing virtually the same thing i can't expect i'm guessing the galotti and the reshmi are first cousins because reshmi is silken i'm guessing it will again be something which is melt in the mouth and soft and uh, then there's another one which is very Famous in Pakistan, did it, did I'm it, sure it originated in Awadh, Lucknow, which is the chapli kebab.
1: Chapli kabab, which is flattened, flattened, squashed. Yeah, so it's not it's like, skewers, it's but like, it's in like a in tiki. This, country, this country's equivalent is the burger, the uh, the iron steak.
0: Yeah, something like that. But uh, I think did Rajad Ali uh, Shah then leave when he was
1: expelled from Lucknow? He went to Calcutta. So he went to Calcutta. Yeah, yeah. that's where he died. Is that where the, uh, the famous kati kebab roll comes from?
0: Yeah, that is where the kati kebab roll uh, originated. Which of course is a roll where the meat and the egg play an equally important part. Kati kebab roll has an egg. By the way, there's a, there's a kebab place. It's not a kebab place. It's a chai and kebab place, not too far from where I work. And they do a fantastic um, kebab in a burger but it has a wonderful kebab and it has some kind of a something in between a scrambled egg and a and an omelet which is also one of the layers in that burger and it's absolutely amazing i had it only once when they opened it you know and it was there's a long queue forming outside haven't been that way since then
1: but my local pub does a breakfast muffin yeah but it's something i don't like i don't like having Everything in a bun. Mm. I don't want to have a...
0: I thought that no. is the whole fun. Why you like having a no, I an omelette uh, sandwich, uh, don't
1: yeah. you? A spicy omelette sandwich? I do. But you didn't hear what I said. What? I said I don't like to have a, a runny fried egg in a oh, bun. Oh, yeah.
0: That's different. No, this is not runny. This is obviously... Uh, so, egg and meat, again. Apparently, a match made in heaven. A combination that's been very popular for many, many years. But... Um, You know, strangely, I don't know whether it's because I've lived away from India for a long time and I've not really had any of these dishes in their cities of origin for a very long time. I've only had UK versions and variations. Um, My thing right now is noodle soup. I'm heavily into noodle soup. Which has nothing to do with Indian food. Nothing to do with Indian food. And it's primarily because I decided that? to...
1: Would that be Chinese food? Vietnamese it would be food?
0: Vietnamese, Japanese, Thai, Chinese, yes. And I w- always loved Desi Chinese. In India, Chinese cuisine is very popular. As it happens... Uh, Indo-Chinese. Indo-Chinese so, originated I, in Calcutta. I used to love the um,
1: chow mein. Chow mein. Ameri- that is the American chop suey. American chop suey. Yeah. That, there, that was my favorite
0: dish. American chop suey. I loved the uh, chicken sweet corn soup. I grew up... Absolutely adoring the chicken sweet concept. Oh, one into two? One into two, do. But uh, noodle soup it has become a favorite only because if you're trying to eat healthy, you realize just why people from the Far East have such good skin. They've got porcelain skin, they've got such good hair. Because they're raised on a diet which doesn't deep fry. Something mostly the food is not deep fried, and they eat a, a, a portion of protein, whether it is chicken or whether it's any other form of meat, and they bring together lovely noodles at the you same know, time. You've got seaweed, you've got um, you've got um, bean.
1: If I wasn't um, recording this on my phone, yeah. I would have googled this because I disagree with you. I thought Chinese food is full of SMG or MGM, whatever. Yeah, GSM. GSM. Yeah,
0: isn't it? Uh, it's full of preservatives MS no monosodium glutamate MSG MSG. not GSM MSG you're right I don't know whether it's the Indian version that has it but I'm talking about uh, noodle soup whether it is a ramen whether it is uh, a miso soup whether it is you know essentially it is a broth it is a meat and it is lovely noodles whether they're now, noodles are very, very spe- specific to certain regions. Vietnamese pho, whatever it is. You know, everybody brings it
1: together I in like a egg way. noodles. I like those fresh egg noodles.
0: Yeah. When it's egg noodles, you get these glossy noodles. You get the wheat noodles. And I think how you spice up the broth depends on... Which region it comes from Whether it's a Japanese thing Or a Thai thing Or a Vietnamese Or a Chinese
1: What I do know is that The more you slurp your food Yeah The more respected you, And cultured it is Yeah right? they feel that You appreciate it more Kind of yeah. thing
0: uh, But I do it's feel appreci- that It is Such a healthy way to eat Because it gives right, so. you Your meat It gives you your veggies It gives you your broth And uh, I was never a fan of this because chicken sweet corn soup is quite a dense soup. And, you know, it has lots going on there because you've got sweet corn, you've got big fat pieces of slivers of chicken. But these noodle soup, the noodle soup is virtually almost in two layers because the noodle kind of settles at the bottom. The noodle and the veggies and the meat or the fish settles at the bottom. And you've got clear, almost uh, clear miso on top.
1: These are different kinds of ramen soups.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think that it's, and if you have a diet of that, you know, I think for a week or two weeks, you immediately see the difference in your skin. You immediately see the difference in the fact that even if you have a massive bowl of noodle soup, you don't feel stuffed, you don't feel, you know, unable to move or, oh my God, why did I have it? Because it was so tasty, I had so much, now I feel uncomfortable. You don't So get you case.
1: spend your time in wasabi and wagamama?
0: Yes, I do indeed. And uh,
1: so, You know, you said we've never really ate authentic food in authentic places we have do, not do, you, in a long time do, i was going to say do you remember once we went to hyderabad yeah where we had we went for everything yeah that it was famous for yeah from the biryanis to the mitchika salon you know? to
0: the khobani mita. yeah they're all signature dishes from hyderabad but india is a papuri of different cultures and different cuisines and i think it has the best of the best Especially when it comes to meat dishes. Especially when it comes to
1: Asian meat dishes. You know? Well, anyway, today I was just missing Lucknow for some reason or the other. Mm. Or missing kebabs. Or missing kebabs. Yeah. I mean, I love my donna kebab, don't get me wrong. But can yeah.
0: can thak no, yeah, donna kebab is something I absolutely refuse to eat. It just looks like a piece of leather stuck to a rotating hot... Machine. Don't be so precocious. precocious. no, it's just no good for. N- n- even taste wise. You If it was something, if it was very tasty, I'd say, you know, I don't care how it's made. At least it tastes good. I think it's uh, I really think the I, bottom rung of the kebab. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Of I, the kebab I, I, hierarchy. I think
1: um, I. If you ask me, what is my favorite cuisine in this country? Mm. I would have to say Turkish and Lebanese. Yeah, I, I do like Turkish and Lebanese food. And I, I think love all
0: these. Turkish things. and Lebanese eating joints have now opened on every high street. It's impossible to walk through a London neighborhood now without seeing at least half a dozen Turkish and Lebanese eateries because they are so again i think it all comes down to the same kind of I'll turkish neighborhood is well, Iranian. yeah turkish lebanese tasty, iranian yeah. then again also bordering on greek kind of you know where there's a lot of dips and olives and uh, yes. antipasti and hummus and you know different kinds of breads that can just be dipped into this and sharing platters i think that's another way because normally when you eat food in a French restaurant or when you go to a very posh eating place, it's all about decorum and using the right knife and the fork and... Can I have the oh, serviette? Actually,
1: let's just Aren't you going tomorrow to the Savoy yeah, for I breakfast? Am.
0: Yeah, I am actually. How oh, strange. I'm going to... Yeah, we are
1: talking about kebabs?
0: Yeah. What do you... Are you going to have Ed, eggs benedict? I'm not sure. I'm not fond of eggs benedict at all. Only because I know that it it's something which is a bit runny and I'm not into runny eggs at that's, all. That's
1: the hollandaise sauce.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, I think what Lebanese and Turkish food does beautifully is bring people together because it is—it is all about sharing platters. You know, it is all about a bit of tear and share, dipping this, that, mixing things together. Nothing is rigid. Uh, there
1: are no courses that have to be followed. But that's not um, a, only a Mediterranean. No, it's not. Diet. It's not. If you go to Afghanistan and Kashmir, and all. It's the same sharing uh, yeah, platters and, no, sharing and didn't huge, um, uh huge um uh, and all what's it's part of our, our favorite awesome um one of
0: our favorite uh, food writers and tv chefs and restaurateurs russell norman he made polpo into a, uh, an italian place which was all about venetian food but sharing platters you know <laughs> testing menu and sharing platters well
1: you know they've uh, closed down
0: i know they have closed down but what i what i mean is that of course breaking it down, making it easier, making it a bit more informal. And I think the two things that have happened, these must be two of the biggest things in the food scenario that uh, any person who goes to a restaurant can see. Firstly, you know, that, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? A tasting menu. A tasting menu is something which I think about 15 years ago did not exist. But now it's possible
1: for you, unless you went to very posh. They're frightfully expensive.
0: Yeah, they're expensive, but it gives you a little pick and mix of Everything that the establishment has to offer. I
1: don't know if 15 dishes, half of them, like less than a teaspoon, is really worth it. Uh, Yeah, it may not be worth it. And then double the price if you want to pair it with some wine. Yeah, and why
0: wouldn't you want to? But I think tasting uh, menus and uh, sharing platters,
1: they're both uh, two ends of the spectrum perhaps. But... You know how I like to mention the fact that in my hotel management days, I had to study... Because gastronomy. Gastronomy, not because by choice, yeah. but because um, I, 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 I arrived late. Mm. And all the other, you had to choose one topic. Mm. All the others were taken, mm. so I was shoved into the gastromony. gastronomy. Gastronomy. Yeah, I can't even say it anymore. That's mm-hmm. how much I loathe
0: yeah. it. And now you'll talk about uh, Michel Roux Jr. and his dad and Escoffier's Bible. Which
1: everybody follows, right? Which everyone followed. I don't think... I think it's become out of fashion now. It's become passe.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure if even these posh five-star hotels now
1: do... No, like it, was, it was very important. It was an integral part of our of our learning. So what did you have to, to learn? learn silver service. Hmm. How to serve with just a What about the food? Forget the people who are serving.
0: What about which course after what? What pairs with what? What has to be eaten with what? how it has to be eaten using the right cutlery and crockery and wine and
1: no it's just that you had to learn french cooking and gastronomy so you had to learn about pheasants and all game partridge Hmm. but anyway it's long gone those days
0: yeah i think it's far more exciting to be the person who consumes all of that and doesn't have to worry about what's going on in the kitchen but there is a science the art of cooking, obviously, it's all science, it's all about heat and pressure and taste and flavors. And because no two people, even when it comes to Indian cuisine, which is what I know the best because I cook it and I eat it, um, no two people making the same dish with the exact same ingredients ever come up with the same kind of taste. Because uh, how you spice it, when you add the spice, how much, how little. How much water, how much liquid, all of that makes Spice
1: is a whole nother podcast. Yeah. We can talk about spice. We can talk so much about different spices. Yeah. The different blends. The tiny different ingredient that changes the whole dish. But yeah. we'll save that for another day. Yep.
0: I think we've had fill uh, today.
1: Oh, but um, now we've talked about food. I think we should mention your uh, big uh, moment this week, earlier this week, where you were on the red carpet. It was a pink carpet, actually, as oh, it a happens. a pink
0: carpet. Yeah, it was... Uh, I saw a
1: couple of snaps here and there The
0: The pink carpet uh, VIP premiere of Shekhar Kapoor and Jemima Khan's What's Love Got to Do With It, which they are billing as the rom-com of the season. I enjoyed it immensely, I have to say. And uh, yeah, it was, it was lovely. It was wonderful to see the entire cast and crew turn up on the pink carpet, including Emma Thompson, who famously does not do interviews, but it was lovely to see her. Do a little walkabout, as it were, with her fans taking selfies, chatting away, smiling, laughing. Jemima was there, of course. Shikhar Kapoor was there. Naughty Boy, Nitin Soni. uh all these people associated with the film. Uh, Sajal Ali, Pakistani actress Sajal Ali. Uh, then the two comedians, uh, Jeff Mirza and Asim Chaudhry. We haven't mentioned the main heroine of the. The film. main heroine, of course, Lily James and Shahzad Latif. Uh, they were all there. It was really wonderful, and I think Jemima Khan is taking her new career quite seriously. It's not just a one-off. She says that the film is a love letter to Pakistan and it essentially pits love marriages against the arranged marriage system. Uh, but she says that, no, I'm, I'm here to stay. I've got a couple of other things planned as well. And uh, let's see how, how, how that goes.
1: So you enjoyed the
0: movie? I did. I did. I enjoyed it immensely. Shabana Azmi was not at the premiere because she's shooting in Budapest right now. She's in the film as well. And I thought she was the one who was quite typecast didn't have much to do but of course she's a legend so she played the role rather well but i think the one who stole it was emma thompson she has these funny one-liners even if she's you know barely in a scene she would come and say one thing and walk away and that's it you know no one can top that so it was it was a lot of fun
1: in the photographs that you took On the red carpet. I saw Richard E. Grant behind
0: you. Yeah, Richard E. Grant was there. I think... um, He's hosting the... Alan Cummins was there. He's hosting the uh, BAFTAs tonight. Yeah, he's hosting the BAFTAs tonight. And... uh, um, Yeah, so Emma Thompson came with many of her celebrity friends. And none of them, full credit, whoever you know by face, you know, none of them tried to steal anybody else's thunder because they quietly walked from the other side of the pink carpet. They walked inside. But they had these... Dollar players, and they really tried to literally drum up a lot of interest and excitement around. I know it's quite a the big premiere. deal to have a premiere in Leicester Square. Yeah, at the audience Leicester Square, at which is movie. which is quite fantastic. It was really good.
1: Many many years ago, I was once walking past, and uh, suddenly there's a lot of traffic. Everything stopped, and the, the Queen pulled up hmm. for some premiere. Must think, be a Bond premiere. I can't or remember what right? it was, but yeah. I was thinking, like, oh my god, I'm right there.
0: Hmm. So it has to be a Bond premiere or something. No, would have Every year there was something or the other
1: one or two premiers that the queen would turn up to Hmm. it doesn't have to be Bond
0: well there you go maybe I thought maybe Her Majesty would like to be there when somebody who works for Her Majesty Majesty's Secret Service uh, comes comes out with a new film every year but clearly anyway so that's it I think we've we've spoken about food we spoke about a film premiere and uh, we'll have much more to talk about in our next episode, Why do you suddenly go
1: so quiet when it comes to the end of the podcast?
0: No, because I'm um, just hungry now and tired.
1: Hungry thinking about kebabs or thinking about noodles or thinking N- noodle about soup. ramen or noodle thinking soup. about
0: soup. Noodle soup. I'm not a soup person.
1: Yeah, I know you're not. I feel
0: soup. as a pani pira. Anyway,
1: let's say bye-bye.
0: Yes, until next time then. Bon appétit. Good night.
1: Till next time. Bye-bye.